following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. And welcome into Casey's Take on Sports, a variety of takes on sports all across the region and always a little local flavor for Dixon and Cheatham County. Now, here with a man who always has a take, your host, Casey Patrick. Good morning. How are y'all doing? Uh, it's kind of it's kind of hot outside. It's starting to warm up outside. And um, speaking of that, the Braves are warming up. That's going to be my first take. We're going to get into that here in just a minute. My second take. Uh, we're actually going to talk a little bit about the Grizzlies and Warriors series, which has been a pretty common theme around here. Um, but then uh, my third take, we're going to talk about some Nashville soccer. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and try and, and be and be the guy that uh, – I'm not going to tell you I know a lot about soccer, but we're going to talk a little bit about it today. And then, of course, fourth take is always high school sports, uh, everybody's favorite. So y'all stay here, stick around. We're going to have a lot of fun today. This, uh, I, it's hard to explain this, but a few days ago was when I decided what I was going to actually talk about in the show. Um, and whenever I put all this in, I put Braves heating up and it was, it, they had just finished uh, their last series against the Brewers. Um, and I, I put, I put that into the, uh, the little Google sheet that we have. And then the Braves proceeded to lose the next game to the Red Sox, like nine to four or whatever. Uh, Kyle Wright had his worst outing of the year. Um, so I guess I'm just bad luck. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I honestly, I mean, the Red Sox are like 11 and 20 so far this year. They have absolutely sucked. They've been terrible. Um, of course, they're playing in a really good division too. Um, I, I, and I, I know that the Orioles are not very good. But the Blue Jays are not bad. The Rays always win, and the Yankees always have money, so they have good players. Whether or not they play good depends on how much the players care, but the Yankees are usually always there. The Red Sox are going to have an incredibly difficult time um, kind of sticking around if they if they don't get out of this hole. But they started digging their way out of the hole the other day with a, with a pretty big win over uh, Atlanta. But I do think Atlanta's starting to kind of turn the corner. Um, maybe not. I mean, they might not be hot necessarily, the old hot Lana, what they used to call, but I think that's okay. Uh, they don't have to be nuts yet. It, they don't have to go on one of those August runs or, you know, one of those September runs that they do where they might go like, you know, 21 and 7 over 28 games or something. I'm not talking about being that good, but just kind of, you know, starting to settle in. Um, some of the guys and I, like Ronnie Ronald Acuna's average was like two twenty something the other day, and then he decided. I, I don't want to sit here and say that Ronald has been slow to start the season. Um, the kid had nineteen at bats in my, in the minor leagues uh, for his rehab uh, before they called him up. So, um, you know, he's still trying to get caught up, and that's fine. Uh, I. That's that's part of the reason why I, I guess I got up here and I kept telling you guys not to freak out, which I am wearing my Atlanta hat. It's it's 
it's on the back side of it. I'm too fat to turn my head all the way around for y'all to see the A, and I don't want to take these off to show you the hat. But I, I tried to tell you guys just to calm down. Um, which, to be fair, I said to calm down about the AJ Brown stuff because we weren't going to trade him, or you know, we were gonna we were gonna sign him, and we didn't. And I was wrong about that. And I'm and I know when I'm I, I admit when I'm wrong. Doesn't happen very often, <laughs> but I admit it. Um, and I will say that I, I do think with the Atlanta Braves, it's last year when they won the World Series. I said this earlier in the year when they were seven and ten. They were seven and ten last year after seventeen games, and this year I saw another thing where I think they were like uh, fourteen and sixteen or fifteen and seventeen or something like that. It was the same record they were last year. And again, last year is not a cookie cutter way of doing things. I, I don't want to say you want to do everything exactly like last year, but um, the sky is not falling. It is not that bad. I promise. It's really not that bad. I know the Braves have not been, they have not been Dodger like so far this year, and that's fine. I don't, I don't want to be like the Dodgers. Um, I'd rather try to do our best to create a good team without just throwing money out there to buy one. Um, but that's a different discussion for a different day. I, I do think, I do think the Braves are going to be fine. Uh, Charlie Morton has been spectacularly bad to start the season. And he wasn't that bad the other day. I think he pitched five innings. Um, didn't give up any runs against the Brewers or whoever it was. Um, I, I, I don't think he was all that bad in his last start. Maybe he's starting to warm up a little bit, which would be advantageous to to the Braves uh, starting pitching because uh, Max Freed is is usually always pretty good. Uh, even when he's really good, he's he's Cy Young level. But when he's bad, he's still good enough to give you a, a halfway decent start. He he doesn't have those starts like Kyle Wright had in the last few years, where he would just fall apart, give up seven eight runs in, in two innings. Max Freed doesn't do that. His bad starts usually he holds teams like four or five runs in five innings, which although is bad is not it's not that bad. Uh, Kyle Wright's been hot. Ian Anderson had a had a pretty good start yesterday. I know I know it wasn't great, uh, but he was able to kind of slow down, get adjusted, and throw the ball a little bit better. So uh, good for him. But uh, the starting pitching is getting a little bit better. Some of these bats are starting to wake up. Brace fans, it'll be okay. They they might not win the division. They might not win the World Series this year. But I don't think there's any reason to throw a hissy fit about anything in in what early May. Uh, I don't I don't think anything is ever that bad. So take a deep breath, Braves fans. It'll be okay. Um, but uh, we've got a commercial coming up. But before we head to that commercial, I've got and I told y'all I'm gonna start getting good at this. I've got my little read. So. Um, here we go. I want to start with my with my read uh, for Dr. Anthony Trapino and DMA. Brought to you by DMA Orthopedics, Dr. Anthony Trapino. Dr. Anthony Trapino provides patients with prompt, effective treatment using the best technology available and in a manner that is compassionate and understanding of their needs. Dr. Anthony Trapino is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. Call 615-441-4522 today.
At Dixon Medical Associates, your health is our number one priority. With over 40 providers, our goal is to bring excellent, convenient, and comprehensive medical care to our community. Dixon Medical Associates, a destination for care. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Nobody covers high school sports quite like Main Street Preps, bringing you hyper-local coverage of the teams and athletes in your backyard. Wherever your Main Street is, well, we get a podcast for you. The Sumner County Sports Podcast with Zach Womble. Casey's Take on Sports with Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange Sports Reporter Casey Patrick. The MSP North Podcast with Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller covering Montgomery and Robertson Counties. To Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmatier for the macro view of prep sports in Middle Tennessee. Find the latest prep sports news from the Main Street at MainStreetPreps.com and get these podcasts dropping weekly on these Main Street media social platforms and wherever you get your podcast. I would highly recommend checking out some of those other podcasts, especially if you're interested in some local sports. They're a little bit more hyper-focused on the uh, local stuff, which is fine. Um, but um, <clears throat> those other guys, uh, Russell and uh, Russell and Tyler and then Zach and Blaine and, and then uh, – or, excuse me, Brady and Blaine, and then Zach does one by himself. So those are actually some pretty cool podcasts. Check out those guys and, and the work that they do. But uh, – we're going to get on into the second take. Uh, Warriors and Grizzlies. Uh, you know, when I wrote this down the other day, I said that I said that in my I, every time I've talked about this, I know it's a lot of stuttering. I'm trying to figure out exactly how I want to say this. I know when I said this the other day, my thoughts were that the Grizzlies needed one more, like at least fringe superstar to win. And I still believe that to be true. Now, any of you that may have watched last night's game, I think the or the Grizzlies were up by about 50 at one point. Um, of course, you know, Steph said that they were going to whoop that trick in, in the uh, – uh, what was it? In the um, press conference. He said that – he said that before the game or – and I know Jaws been out. Grizzlies playing good without him. I don't want to. I don't want to rain on anybody's parade. Again, I'm. I'm not. I'm not a Grizzlies fan. I. I hope they do well. Um. I, I think it's been really great for uh, people in this area, and they've been fun to watch. Um. But I, I'm just. 
I, speaking from somebody who has no bias in the situation, because I'm I'm more or less a bandwagon fan of both of these teams. I like to see both of these teams do well. Uh, they have likable players on their teams. They have likable guys. They, I, I like the coaches. Um, I just don't think. I do not think that the Grizzlies are ready yet. Now they're you know they're still down. I want to say three two. That may be wrong, but um, they were able to win and and. They're going to go back to Memphis now for the final two games of that series, and and I think I'm pretty sure that's what it is, 3-2, and Memphis has a chance. They win-win. They eliminate the Warriors, and they move on. Um, now, I like I say, I, I don't want to sit here and sound like I'm being negative about the Grizzlies. I think they've got a fantastic team. I think they could use one more really, really good athlete on that team, and then I think that they probably need a little bit more experience. Um, I don't think they're going to beat the Warriors in two straight games with or without John Morant, 100% healthy or not. I I, I just don't care. I don't see that happening. Um, the Warriors, um, who are blessed with two of the greatest shooters of our era, Jordan Poole, who was a 22nd overall pick, uh, or maybe that's wrong, but he was a later first-round pick. He should have never fell to them. He, They took him. They were ridiculed for that pick, and now it's paying off. They drafted uh, Draymond Green out of Michigan State. Did, did any of y'all remember watching Draymond Green play at Michigan State? He was kind of chunky. <laughs> it's like watching me run up down the court. Um but the Warriors have really built a really good team. They've won a few championships now. They've got a lot of experience. I think that plays a huge role, uh, especially this far into the season. I mean, just just going down that pathway helps you the second time you go back down it. And, and you know, the Grizzlies are, are – they're not further than they've ever been before, but this group is is getting into newer territory, right? for the Grizzlies and I, you know, I, I hope they do well. Um, I, I hate to sound condescending. I'm, I, I don't want to sit here and say like, I'll oh, just have fun, you know, I, but I, I hope there are a lot of things that they learn, a lot of things that they can use moving forward. Um, they got a really bad draw and a three seated golden state, but I don't think the Grizzlies are quite ready yet. Um, but That'll be okay. I, I I do think it'll be fine. Um, Grizzlies are going to learn. They're going to go add some more talent. Jaws got to be able to stay healthy. Uh, and I said that in one of my last videos, um, which I know this last injury was over something a little bit different. Um, but uh, that 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 series might get a little wild. Pay attention to it. I, even if even if the Grizzlies win, even if the Grizzlies win this series, I don't know if experience-wise and mentally, I don't know if they've got enough to win the whole thing. I think they're still a little bit away, personally. That's just my thought. But that's really all I wanted to say about that. Um, good luck. Good luck to the Grizzlies and all you Grizzly fans. I, I think I think the Warriors are just uh, – they're nutty good. Um, they've got all kinds of talent. But um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into my third take. We're going to talk a little soccer.
Okay. I don't know how else to say this other than just plainly and uh, as honest as I can. I am not the biggest soccer fan. The only time I actually find myself enjoying watching any kind of soccer is when I watch really, really old school highlights of like um, Pele and and maybe like I, I I like Messi. I think I think he's kind of fun to watch. Um, or I'm at a high school game. Um, you know when you when you kind of know some of the kids or or you you actually know the coaches, you kind of have an invested interest and you like to see them do well. Um. And of course, uh, I know some of the kids on on the Creekwood team. I, I had I had one kid that that bowled for me for the for the bowling team, and he played soccer. Uh, so you know, I I enjoyed getting to watch him play the few times that I did. Um, but if I don't have a rooted interest, I, I really don't usually talk about soccer a lot, which um, I think is the way to do it because I'm not I don't know an incredible amount about soccer. I'm not, I'm not going to stand up here and try and tell you I know everything about soccer. But what I do know is that Nashville is showing up to these games. I, I think um, I, I want to say Nashville was third this last weekend in uh, the the average of popular the average of uh, attendance. Um, now I, again, I, I may have just read some crappy Twitter page or something that was completely wrong. Um, but I'm fairly certain they were like, uh, they were third and I think six out of the seven teams were all in the South. And I was telling JP before we got on here, I was like, man, people down here, they take their sports serious and, and Nashville kind of like it did, um, a few years ago when the predators really started to get hot. Um, the Predators have always been kind of um, – they've been welcomed here, but once the Predators started playing really well, this city was like, yeah, we got hockey and same thing with soccer. Uh, and, of course, they, they beat Atlanta uh, 3-2 yesterday, I think, in the round of 32 U.S. Open Cup. So you've got a team that's doing well. You've got a team that's, that's uh, playing some pretty good soccer. They're – uh, I, I think this area has really accepted it. If you go out on a soccer field on a Saturday morning, you see a bunch of kids running around. I think it's something that um, isn't just being played among minorities or, or people that you know aren't from here. I, it's being played by everybody. A lot of people are playing this. A lot of people from different backgrounds, and I think that's really dope. I think it's really cool. Um, Nashville's really showing out, and there's a lot of people that are going to these games. And that is awesome, especially for a team that's pretty good. So um, I just wanted to say, hey, don't mess with the Southerners in their sports because they love them. But um, Nashville SC, they're playing great. They're playing great soccer right now, or football, I guess. I don't know how to say it correctly, but they're playing great soccer right now. So we're going we're gonna to get out of that. We've got some more commercials coming up. Y'all stick with us. Uh, the commercials really aren't that bad. They're fun to watch. So uh, stay here with us. When we get back, we're going to talk some high school sports.
We also have in-house imaging and physical therapy. Dixon Medical Associates. We specialize in what moves you. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Walker. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan McGee. <laughs> <laughs> other guy Wham married the best looking girl Bananarama, so other guy Wham had pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Welcome back. Um, I, I guess, uh, let's see. I believe we're supposed to do this uh, DMA read again. So let me go back up to it. And all right, we're going to do that. Hey, y'all make sure to give Dr. Anthony Trapino a call right there. The phone number is right there, 615-441-4522. But um, this is Casey's Take brought to you by DMA Orthopedics, Dr. Anthony Trapino. Dr. Anthony Trapino provides a provides patients with prompt, effective treatment using the best technology available and in a manner that is compassionate and understanding of their needs. Dr. Trapino is a board-certified orthopedic sur- surgeon. Call 615-441-4522 today. <laughs> I... I watching those commercials, I, I like the one uh, that had uh, Chris and Mo on it uh, for Main Street Sports today, and they were talking to R.A. Dickey. I, I watched a documentary about knuckleballs. Uh, this was a while back, but um, that's the first time I'd really seen R.A. Dickey, and, and when you see people and the way they act and stuff, and he's actually pretty funny. He's he's a pretty cool guy, and, and hey, he's a VFL, so of course, uh, he's he, I'm on his side. I like him, so... Um, but uh, let's go ahead and get into our fourth take today. We're going to talk a little high school sports. Um, as I've been tell, as I told y'all last week, soccer and baseball are um, nuts right now. The district tournament's going on. Soccer's in the district tournament. Let's see. I want to say Harpeth soccer lost, so their season's over. But Cheatham was able to win, and Sycamore was able to win. Both of those teams will be in the championship tonight. Um, or no, excuse me, Cheatham lost, Harpeth won. There's so many teams, it's hard to keep up with. Harpeth and Sycamore are both in their respective district championships tonight. Um, I'm not sure what the Dixon and Creekwood soccer teams did Tuesday. I probably should have figured that out before I came on here. Um, uh, but I do know um, some of the, I want to say Creekwood baseball has been eliminated. And then... Creekwood Softball Championship, their district championship is tonight. Uh, 
I believe Dixon softball may be tomorrow and Dixon baseball may be tomorrow. Or maybe that's region. There's so much, so many games going on. But anyway, um, Sycamore, both baseball and softball, has been eliminated. Um, Harpeth uh, baseball is over. Their season's over with after a loss to Fairview last night. Pretty close loss. Uh, Cheatham, Cheatham was eliminated early. They've had a rough go of it this year. Um, but here's pretty neat. This is why I held on to this for the last second. Uh, Harpeth and Cheatham softball played for the district championship last night. Um, the cool thing about that was, I believe it was the first time since 1998 that Harpeth had even played in it. And it was the first time ever that Cheatham County Central had won it. That's what I was told by some parents, and uh, they were told by a, a former coach that had, I think had been the coach there since uh, Eisenhower. So he knew everything there was to know. Um, but I, I think that's really, really cool for both of those programs. Um, I, I also think it's cool for uh, girls, and especially younger girls in that county, because you know, uh, if I do a good enough job of writing about it in the paper, uh, you're going to see a lot of people that get to read about um, how well these girls have played and how much better these girls have done uh, compared to a lot of former teams. Um, so that's really awesome for the Lady Cubs to get their district championship, the first one ever in softball. Um, and, and, of course, like I said, it's cool for Harpeth. It's the first time they've played in a district championship since 1998. 98. Bill Clinton was president. The 90s were fun. Uh, but um, – We've got, like I said, we've got soccer. We've got uh, tennis is going on. They're they're in the latter parts of the season. I think Creekwood just had uh, they had two girls win their district uh, doubles championship. Hannah Gossett was one, and I can't remember the name of the girl that was that was the other in in the uh, doubles. But uh, track and field's going on too. I think they just had sectionals for that. I think they just had sectionals. Dixon County's got three athletes, at least three that I know of, that have qualified for state. Um, there's all kinds of stuff going on, uh, and baseball and softball starting to dwindle down, which, uh, I mean, you know, you hate to see any teams lose, but, uh, once you do kind of have some teams that, that are eliminated and, and they're no longer playing, <clears throat> it becomes a little bit easier to keep up with the teams that are playing. So, uh, that's a good thing. Cheatham will host somebody Monday. Uh, they're hosting, I, I think Giles County and, Oh, Summertown. I think Giles County and Summertown are playing each other. That may be completely wrong. I don't know. But uh, I believe the loser of that game will travel to Cheatham County, and Harpeth has to travel to the winner of that game, I believe. Um, so <clears throat> all of that will be Monday. We'll have a little bit more information tonight. After tonight and after tomorrow, a lot of teams are waiting to play to waiting to play their district championships. So we've got a lot going on. Keep your eyes peeled. Keep them open. Follow somebody from Main Street Media, uh, depending on wherever you're at, um, wherever you're close to. We should have somebody around you that's going to keep you pretty well informed. But uh, thank you all for checking out Casey's Take today. Um, and thank you to, to DMA, Dr. Anthony Trapino. Y'all make, sure, y'all make sure you have a good evening. And uh, come back and visit me next week. Thank you very much. Casey's Take on Sports is brought to you by DMA and Dr. Anthony Trapino.
Find Casey online at MainStreetPreps.com and on Twitter at CVP51. Casey's Take on Sports is a Main Street Media production.